Hello and welcome to Sometimes Dead is Better. And it's me, Kristen. And me, Chris. And Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. We were kind yes. of MIA there for a little while. 2021, yeah. Yeah, everything's going to be great. Yeah, we've been recording for an hour now. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of topics discussed. Yeah, we hadn't talked in a while, so. No, we haven't. Um, so it sounds like you had a good Christmas. Yes, it was very good. Mine was too. I'm, I'm already at that sad phase where it's the. It's Sunday on, you know, New Year's Eve holiday. So it's the last work holiday I get for months and months, you know. Right. Until I take some vacation or something. But we got those giant stimulus checks. Right. <laughs> Everything's good. <laughs> so we're here to talk about um, our part two episode of uh, Jurassic Park. So we're yes. waiting through the Spielberg horror canon. Yes. And Woo! sorry, Benny. I just dropped my puppy. <laughs> Don't do not do that. Now he's going to become a serial killer puppy because I dropped him on his head. Jurassic Park, fuck that. <laughs> not into this. So what are we going to talk about with a true story from Jurassic I I mean, Park? I, I, I've not brought any true stories to the table, so I'm curious what you what you have. Is it Does that have something to do with the cloning? I feel like we've had a con- this conversation oh, already. cloning. Interesting. No. Or something to do with, uh, I, don't, I can't even say dinosaurs because... I mean, do they even really exist, Kristen, honestly? Did they? You think it's all a big hoax? It is a hoax. Bring Adam in here. <laughs> <laughs> or something about maybe a mad scientist somehow. Am I getting warmer? <sighs> no, but that would be good. But it is about a wild animal that they tried to capture and things go wrong. So what I decided that I wanted to talk about was SeaWorld. Do you remember this? Is this the blackfish thing? Yes. Okay. I mean, I just thought that this was the best example of like trying to take an animal and put it somewhere it does not belong. It causes bodily harm and death. Cannot blame it. Like you can't blame the T-Rex because he's no. never actually the bad guy of the movie. He He's still an animal that like Ellie Sattler says, they have, he has no idea well, even what century he's living in. <laughs> like he ever would. I mean. <laughs> he and he'll defend himself violently if, if necessary. necessary. <laughs> Well, so, so it brought me back to the Blackfish documentary, because I remember watching that. I have to say, I've been thinking of, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I, once a day I think about the fact that uh, a TikTok thing called Sit Like Ellie Sadler exists, <laughs> and I just burst into laughing. I still haven't oh. even seen it, but it sounds like the funniest thing I've ever heard. I love like, TikTok, man. So I went back and rewatched the Blackfish documentary, which I did not realize came out so long ago. It was 2013. Wow, yeah. Because when the documentary ends, nothing has happened yet with SeaWorld or what their plans are for the orcas or because we learn later that SeaWorld finally says, OK, we're going to stop using orcas in our shows. If you don't know, I mean, this news came out like a year ago. I think they finally I think they said starting 2019, they're going to start phasing out the orca shows. And right now there's still maybe 30 or so orcas that are in captivity, but they're just to look at. And they're not catching any more new orcas or, I mean, I think they're still ping-ponging them around to these different parks. Well, and that's all because of the movie Blackfish? That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's amazing. It's it kind of similar to what happened with the movie The Cove, which I never saw because I just thought it was too intense. But it was about the massacring of the dolphins. Mm-hmm. That um, it was Fisher Stevens who actually he won an Oscar for it. The one I've the documentary. Never seen it. Yeah, I I can't. I don't think I can. I think it's just. I support dolphins. I don't need to watch anything else that makes me change my mind. I mean, it sounds horrifying. In the 80s, like, they started capturing orcas. Like, the first, like, SeaWorld-type area, it was in Canada, in Victoria, Canada. And it was, like, a small, almost like a pool-sized area of this dock. That's all it was. It had, like, a little seating place, and they had an orca and maybe some other little things, but it was just like, it was nothing like it became. And so whoever started this whole thing started having these people go out and catch orcas, which I talked about a little bit. Killer whales is another name for them that you might know them by. And, you know, they are described as the ultimate killing machine. It's one of the few predators of a great white shark. And people think we can catch it and make it ours. I mean, that's insane. But it's also one of the smartest animals up there with dolphins. So they're also able to be trained. These fishermen were paid a lot of money to go out and they were stealing the babies of the orca families. And orcas are, they stay in families their whole lives. They're, they stay in their pods. And, you know, the guys said that when they would take the babies away, the whole family would start crying essentially and calling out for these babies and inevitably during the catching of these whales some of the so there would be some casualties of the whales and they would have to just cut the whales open fill them with rocks and sink them because they didn't want any evidence that they were out here catching whales that's terrible yes so in 1983 a two-year-old male was caught he was 11 and a half feet long and they named him Tillicum, and he's going to be the star of our story. I didn't realize, but we're the same. We were the same age. He would have been born in, born in eighty one. So at four years old, he was seventeen feet long and weighed four thousand pounds. I mean, can you imagine the size of this? And he was trapped in a steel box. This is up at the um, Canadian Sea World. So at night, they would put him in a like a shipping container, and he would have to just stay in there so these are mammals that are used to traveling miles and miles right and he's now all of a sudden he's stuck in this one little pool and then he was also stuck with other female killer whales and in the killer whale family very matriarchal society so like the women are in charge Mm. and so they would pick on tilicum they would bully him and bite him and he was abused and also his whale friends, and also by the trainers. I don't think they realized at the time what they were dealing with. It doesn't excuse their behavior, but they would withhold food to train them. So like just from having a puppy for the small, who is barking at the neighbors, uh, the small amount of time I've had, like I've learned that there's really no way to negatively reinforce most animals, you know? Like beating them and hurting them doesn't do it. You have to positively reinforce them. All right, so now we're going to cut to 1990, and we're in Victoria, Canada, and a young girl named Kelty Byrne. She was one of the trainers at this little SeaWorld area, and she was killed by Tillicum. 
This is the first instance. And this isn't the main, the big instance that we know about that happened. I think this is back in 1990. Was this, was this even referenced in Blackfish? Do you know? Yes. Okay. So she was pulled under and so Tillicum would like let her up for a minute and then pull her back down. There was two witnesses that are in Blackfish. And they talk about it. Like they see her, like she just kind of slips into the water, like by accident. Her boot kind of slips and then she falls in and the whale goes after her. And they witnessed this whole thing which is awful, but they were never interviewed about this. And it came out in the news that the girl just drowned and that was it. So there was no inquiry. There was a falsified report, even though there was witnesses that showed that Tillicum had drowned her. And this was, this place was called Sealand. So I think after this, Sealand was closed down, though. Well, but do they, they know why he, why the whale did that? Or? No, it's hard to. I mean, it makes more sense. Like when you watch um, Jurassic World, and they kind of deal with the Velociraptors and Owen Grady kind of training them. It's like, like how much can you actually train something like this? Something that is instincts and is bred to kill. Which it reminds me, there's some other stories that are interesting about like the woman who tried to keep the chimpanzee. And she kept it for a while. It was her pet. And then it ended up attacking her friend. Some people might remember that it tore her face off. Yeah. And she was on like talk shows and stuff and talked about it. Of course, there's Tiger King that I think most of us watched where someone lost an arm. Yeah, even Siegfried and Roy in Las Vegas, they had their famous white tiger who eventually attacked one of them. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just like you never can be completely sure with any of these wild animals, I don't think. I mean, it's hard enough like with some of some dog breeds that have been bred for this like there's always a controversy over pit bulls well yeah and ultimately it's kind of just a matter of what they can do like my cat attacks me once a week like viciously <laughs> you know like out of nowhere and the only thing that saves me is that she's a little cat and she can't like right. do so much damage but if she was a tiger I and mean, it's probably the same thing they're just kind of playing or whatever or i don't know maybe she wants to murder me i don't know but yeah there's a lady that just got mauled to death in birmingham a few weeks ago just on a jog by, by just, a pit bull no, uh, like four or five. I don't know what they were. Just kind of four or five wild dogs. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's actually some wild dogs roaming around Helena, too, that have killed some uh, little animals and some goat. There's a goat that was tied up behind someone's house, like as a pet, killed like, it. Like, was it going to feed a T-Rex? <laughs> That's, of course, the first thing I thought about. <laughs> um, but they, they, they've caught one of the dogs. They, they're, they're on the loose. You see a post about it. Every That's crazy. Day. I don't. How are we at the top of the food chain? It's crazy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. There's <laughs> they haven't attacked any people yet, but they say like you know they're learning. <laughs> oh my gosh, orcas! Like I said, they live their entire lives with families. They have a sense of self. Like they bond with each other. And it was something that was really interesting. They said in the documentary was that no orca has ever hurt a person in the wild. Go out. I mean, we're not really usually swimming around them. You right. know, you <laughs> usually have to go out to find them. But they're also not like there's been. You know, we talked about the shark attack. I mean, they don't necessarily attack like boats and stuff. I guess. Or... No, there was a such a sad instance. They talked about this orca named Katina, and she had a baby named Kalina, and katina started to act out and so they took kalina away from her mom and they said that this noises that katina was making the crying that she was making had never been heard they didn't even know what it was and they had to analyze it and this made me cry it she was making long range sounds like she was still in her pool but she was making long range sounds trying 
to call her baby who had been taken away. I mean, she's literally screaming for her baby. Killer whales in the wild, like the females can live up to a hundred years, a hundred years. That's a long time. And then, and the males can live 50 to 60 years in the wild. Isn't that interesting? Cause like, I mean, we know about um, lionesses are actually the ones who do the hunting for the pride. Uh, praying mantises famously eat their mates after they're done with them. It's just so interesting that somehow we have made that the human race is just all mixed up, isn't it? Cause like, we have made it where the male is the more dominant. We women get paid less, have less respect in a lot of ways. And that's the opposite of how it is in Yeah, I guess nature. it's really just an accident of, of history. And, it really uh, is, isn't it? It's crazy. And something I was thinking about was I there, there was two cardinals outside my window. And, you know, the male cardinal is bright red, beautiful. With a beak that is like bright orange. It's gorgeous. The female is like, looks like straw, dirt color. <laughs> doesn't even brush her fur. I mean, her feathers in the morning, I'm sure. And it doesn't matter because the male is the one that has to impress, right? Oh, that's and cool. all And peacocks too. Peacocks have the giant, the male peacocks have those giant famous peacock feathers. Females don't even have tail feathers like, like that. And then that's the male's job is to impress. And somehow we've switched that as females. Why are we the ones that are getting our hair done and doing our makeup and thinking that we have to dress to impress men. It's the opposite. We're all mixed up. I, th- I say we start all the way over. I got off topic. Okay, I like so. things just the way they are. <laughs> <laughs> the killer whales have long lives in the wild, but at the park, they were dying at 25, 35 years, and they're dying young, and the trainers are being told that this is normal. They're actually telling them 25 to 35 years for a, a orca is a long life. They're actually having longer lives in captivity, which is a complete lie. But the trainers are being told this and they believe it. You know, why wouldn't they? That's what SeaWorld is telling them. And then there's so many instances of trainers getting hurt by whales that are covered up. The blackfish goes into some of them. And in 1987, a trainer was body slammed by one of the whales and it was you know just buried in paperwork none of the other trainers were told about it another trainer was dragged into the water and her arm was bitten so hard it broke and that was covered up there was over 70 cases of injuries from the whales that none of the other trainers were told about and this is all all at sea world in florida uh some in san diego so they have uh one in san diego and one in Florida in the United States. And then there's another one that's in Spain that we'll talk about in a minute. There was an actual video of one of the trainers getting dragged down to the bottom and let go and dragged down to the bottom. And luckily he, he was a scuba diver. So he kind of had that training of, you know, holding your breath. And luckily he was able to get out, but they caught it on video. But that piece of the video was taken. There's also a story about a guy who stayed the night at SeaWorld um, and got into the tank with Tillicum. And Tillicum tore all of his clothes off and bit his genitals off. Oh, my God. Which you may say, okay, but the guy snuck in there. He wasn't supposed to be there. He wasn't a trainer. Yeah, but doesn't that show that Tillicum's able to kill people and he knows what he's doing? This is the second person that he has killed. One more, and he's a serial killer. (laughs) Plus all these other instances of people being hurt. One of the other interesting things they were saying is they kept using Tillicum's 
I hate, I have to say it, Chris. Till it comes, come. I mean, I can't, heck, you not say that. They said sperm in the documentary, but it's just right there. And this, so they kept using his sperm. So 50% of the whales that were being bred had Tillicum's aggressive genes. Does that make sense? So they kept using Tillicum because he was the biggest, he was the best whale, but he also had these tendencies to be aggressive, which it goes again back to Jurassic World, which we haven't talked about in this podcast, but, or Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, they want to make the Indoraptor, which is part Indominus Rex, part Raptor, but specifically want Blue's DNA because Blue is one of her, one of a kind because she is smart and she's also empathetic, but they can't get her DNA right away. So they make another one and that's the one that gets out and kills everybody. Mm-hmm. So SeaWorld, again, is like these whales are being shipped all over. So they, they ship off four other whales to a sea park, which is in the Canary Islands, which is off the coast of Spain, I believe. And there was a, a young trainer there, a young man who was killed. It was gruesome. Like, I mean, he was he was hurt incredibly bad. Like, I, they have his fiance in the documentary, and she was just saying, you know, they couldn't even, she couldn't even look at him. He was so battered and beat up. It's like, this wasn't a drowning, you know what I mean? And so finally, what the ultimate incident that causes the Blackfish documentary to come out and get as much attention and eventually lead to SeaWorld doing something was at the Florida SeaWorld. And that was the trainer, Don Branchot, who was one of the best trainers there was. Like when the other trainers on the documentary talk about her, she is someone who's always by the rules. She's a senior person in the training world. And they, they learn that she has died. And the first report that comes out says that a trainer slipped and fell in the water and drowned. Then they say, oh wait, well there was an accident by a whale. So it wasn't until the eyewitnesses came out that SeaWorld changed their story. And then when it did come out, they blamed Dawn. They said that it was, you know, she did something incorrect. They they reviewed the video and I mean, they have video. You can see that they, they even played it on the news. It was terrifying. They said that she shouldn't have had a ponytail and they showed so many other instances of women having ponytails, never having a problem. This has never been an issue. Was there even a safety rule about ponytails, do you think? No. What just reminded me of, I remember there was a, remember, remember viral emails back before Facebook and stuff where you would just get forward oh, yeah, emails? Yeah, chain, chain emails. And I remember from a fellow coworker that said like, the title was like, avoid these things if you don't want to be raped. And it was a list. And they thought that they were sending out something that was helpful. What was it on was the just, list? Oh, like one of the things was, um, you could probably still Google it and find it. One of the things was don't have long hair. Most rape victims have longer hair. Keep your hair cut short because they'll want to grab you by the ponytail. Don't wear short skirts or anything revealing. And it was the most insulting thing. And I remember being livid, but the guy actually thought that this is going to be helpful to people. Women need this information. Of course, they're going to blame her. And of course, it happens to be something that is attributed to femininity. But I think it's larger than that, Chris, right? But so when the autopsy report finally comes out, Dawn has laceration all over her body. She has breaks, abrasions on every inch of her body. So many of her bones are broken. She had been scalped. Oh, God. Her whole scalp was ripped off with her ponytail, and he ate her arm. That was Tillicum. Tillicum the cannibal. Well, not a cannibal. I know. Okay. But but this is like serious, like... (laughs) This is, you know, serious serial killer territory. I know. 
finally this all came out. I mean, I, I guess not to be dumb or stupid, but I mean, do you think he was like, do you think he was protecting his territory? Was he hungry or did he just hate all of them? Or I think he was hungry. There was, they had a couple instances that they pointed to while reviewing the video where like she was getting towards the bottom of the bucket of fish and he could tell. Like he could tell, like, there's not many fish left in there. And then there was an instance where she missed a cue that she was supposed to give him a fish and he didn't get it. And that could have been enough to just been like, you know what? Fuck this. <laughs> it's and terrible. I know. And even after this happened, like, like I said, at the end of the documentary, they said that this is still, they were still doing shows. They were still um, killer whale so- shows. And I went to one in San Diego. I went to SeaWorld in, I would guess, like, maybe 2004. We went there for a bowl game for my dad's football team. And we went to SeaWorld and we sat in the front and we got soaking wet and it was a blast. Yeah, I mean, I went in 99 or 2000, maybe. 90, I don't know. I, I don't, but I don't remember if I saw the Orca show or not. I just, I just, all I remember from that trip is my dad going to the beer garden over and over again. <laughs> oh, gosh. I um, hope my kids don't remember that about me. I don't know. Mom just drank a lot of Trulies and then... <laughs> Well, he was making a big show of it. Like, I mean, because you would go and get your free beer and then you had a certain amount of tickets and he would like take my mom's tickets. And uh, I just remember thinking for the first time, my dad may have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I remember, I remember getting soaked. And one of my favorite photos, I guess we went, okay, so we went when we were kids. Cause we lived in California, Oregon, and we went when all three of us were younger. My brother maybe was a teenager. And there we have a picture. They had like a fake giant orca that you get on and it looks like you're riding it. And we ha- that was my favorite picture ever. My mom has it still. I think I've seen that picture. Well, you have seen, I think, the remake. So when we went, when we were all grown, we uh, went in like 2004, we took an, a remake picture. And I keep that picture in my laundry room so I can see it every day because it makes me very, very happy. But now it makes me a little sad. It wasn't a real whale, though, so... But the whole point of it was because we went to go you see... You were celebrating the whales, yeah. <laughs> right. Who um, was always called... What was his name? Shamu. Shamu. That was the, always the name of him, but it was all a bunch of different whales. Well, he was like the mascot whale, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's also... It's sad because the trainers... I mean, really loved them, you know, and really thought they had a connection with them, which is what happens to a lot of people with wild animals, like Ross on Friends with his monkey. It's the same, right? He thought he <laughs> loved the monkey, but he had to give Marcel away. Then in real life, they all hate that monkey, though. Wasn't he kind I think of a, so. <laughs> but that probably goes to a point. Yeah, don't have a wild monkey around. I mean, you, you just can't. Yeah. I, I wasn't sure what kind of story you'd have, but that's a, that's a good sort of analogy for their Jurassic Park experience, I think. Jurassic Park has taught us a lot of things. So maybe okay. in addition to Blackfish, maybe they watch Jurassic Park and they're like, you know what? This is wrong. Right. <laughs> we can't play God anymore. <laughs> Yeah, no more playing God. Right. So what's next, Chris? Well, I don't know. I mean, we were uh, we were playing around with the idea of doing another Spielberg movie, but maybe... You got to finish uh, our trilogy? Yeah. So yeah, we'll, we'll think about it. But anyway, we'll do one more Spielberg movie and that'll be uh, that, right? I think. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening and let me know what I missed or if you have, think of any other stories that could have gone along with Jurassic Park. It was a little... Uh, harder than most of the ones we do and again we're off we're kind of off the horror path a little bit but we're just taking a little taking a little scenic route and then yeah. we'll get back we'll it's have a, to do it's like a movie the podcast. Exorcist it's a horror movie podcast we've done half the theme we did a movie we like film <laughs> yeah we like film <laughs> but yeah we'll, we'll get back to a more traditional uh, horror movie at some point alright 
All right. Well, thanks for listening. Thank you. Good night. All right. Bye.